0: Did you know g g is a family-owned and operated business? Dean and Gay are very excited to say that all of their children and their spouses play a role in the day-to-day work at g g Operators. Their son, Chase Graham, is a current operations manager in Dalhart, along with his wife, Rebecca Graham, She does any of the daily tasks that may arise. Chase Graham is also beginning to take over many of the daily responsibilities of the business. The oldest daughter, Chancy Graham Carrot, and her husband Josh Carrot own a trucking company that helps with the daily deliveries of a variety of products along with assisting with the shop. The youngest daughter Chinesa Graham Slama, along with her husband Judd Slama, handle the day-to-day activities of handling feed for a large supplier here in Dalhart. GNG prides itself on being family-oriented and family-run, with all of the siblings along with close family friend Curtis Thomas holding a partnership in the business. In the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something being privy to special or new information or this program on kxit it's time now for in the know brought to you by your Heart connection bringing our community together with new and important information with your host dyke rogers and this week's guest
1: Welcome to this edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guests today are Jeff Lloyd and Holly McCauley, members of the DISD Go Forward that are involved in promoting the bond issue and advancing that issue that's coming up in May. And they're here today to talk with us a little bit about why we need this bond, how it's going to be financed, who's going to pay for it, and all the information you might want to know. So, welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank
2: you for having us.
1: Jeff, could we just kind of start with you and and tell me why we need a bond issue? What's the money going to be used for to start with, and,
3: and the main issue at hand here is we have a intermediate school that was built in 1951, so it's now 72 years old. I went to high school there. It was my high school, and it's been a junior high. It's now been an intermediate school, and quite frankly, it's run its course. It's uh, very difficult to maintain. It doesn't really suit today's educational environment we have handicap accessible issues we have to use a a lift to get up the stairs that's very slow it's very time consuming it takes away from teacher uh, time because they have to manage that and monitor that process as they uh, take the kids upstairs in the lift it's just very difficult cumbersome and it's expensive to uh, maintain Um, and the facility is not large enough. Uh, We're out of space there, so it's just time we do something new. Again, it's 72 years old, so uh, that's part of the need here. That's
1: the main part of the need is to build a new intermediate school. Well, Jeff, I remember a couple of bond issues ago when we built a junior high, was then built as a high school. The reasoning for doing that was because that old building at the time wasn't good for high school anymore. So then we passed it back down, and it became a junior high. And then we passed it back down, and now it's uh, an intermediate school. That's fourth and fifth grade? Yes. Okay, and so those kids climbing the stairs and the I mean it, it just doesn't seem like it's a good building at all for that use.
3: Yeah, it's it's not a good fit. And the teachers uh talk to any teacher that works down there, they can they can get into the details of, of the issues they have, but it's it's not a good fit at all for trying to teach our kids in today's world. Okay, so Jeff, why don't you just remodel the building? Well, because it's very expensive to do so. Uh, typically, you look at cost-benefit analysis of, of doing a remodel versus building new, and, and if you have to spend 50% to remodel to get something that works, that's usually the threshold where you really consider doing a new facility in our case that number is 82 percent on that building so it would take 80 82 percent of the cost of a new facility in order to upgrade what we have and we didn't increase the
1: size of it at all well and if you totally rebuild what you have you still have a building that's not conducive to fourth and fifth graders
3: absolutely yeah, there's some things that you just can't fix
1: there. Okay, now that's the primary use for the funds. You've got some other things that you're going to do on other campuses?
3: Yes, we'll do some renovations on the elementary and the junior high. Um we will district-wide upgrade and or replace all of the HVAC systems. They're, they're very old. They're all 20 years or, or, or older now. And then we'll do some renovations to our baseball and softball field. That's, that's what's included in this bond.
1: Great. Holly, let's talk to you just a moment here. Sure. Okay. Uh, there are people that want to know who is paying for this bond issue.
2: Okay, well, let's break down the tax base for the school district. We're going to use the 2022 school district's tax base numbers. And um, total for them, they were at about $1,450,000,000 for their total tax base. Out of that, um, 8% were ag properties. Another 3% were non-qualified ag properties. And ag improvements, so ag total is about 11%. 9% 9% is utilities, which that would encompass gas, electric, pipelines, telephones, the railroad companies, fiber optics. 54%, which is going to be the majority of the tax base for the school district, is going to be your commercial and industrial properties. So all your commercial properties in in town and the industrial properties. Next is going to be your a single-family residential, which is going to be 23%, so all of our houses. And then 3% are all of our other categories, which will be multifamily residential, vacant lots, and mobile homes. So it's important out of the residential Out of that 23%, 14% of the total tax roll have homesteads. So I encourage everybody to know if they have a homestead or not, especially the people that are over 65. Um, It's really important for them because they can vote for this, and it has no financial impact on them. So they can gift this for the children and not pay any more taxes if their homestead is frozen.
1: Well, Holly, that really surprises me, these numbers, and I suspect it would surprise the listeners. I would have thought that half of this bond issue would have been paid by our ag community. Right. We're saying here that that 11% or less will be paid for by the ag community.
2: I know. It is surprising. We live in such a huge ag community. The reason for that is ag owners, they don't pay on market value. They pay on productivity value. So they get um, a special evaluation. So they're one of the few that don't pay on 100% of market value. So a lot of the taxable value is going to come from industrial properties. That's going to be the biggest part of the tax base.
1: Okay, let's talk about this homestead thing for a moment. If you're a homestead, if, if you're an owner, you live in your home and you can take a homestead exemption. Right now, there's a sizable amount of your valuation. It doesn't get taxed at all. Is that correct?
2: Um, you get a deduction of taxable value. If, if you have a regular homestead, you get a $40,000 reduction of value.
1: And there's some discussion in the legislature now to raising that to seventy thousand dollars for your
2: homestead. Seems like it might go through.
1: But if you're but if you are sixty five or older and you've signed the homestead exemption, it doesn't matter at all, does it?
2: That's correct. So you get an additional an additional amount taken off of your taxable value and then whatever year you turn 65 your tax amount freezes for that year so if you turn 65 10 years ago whatever taxes you paid 10 years ago your for school district those taxes are frozen at that amount
1: Okay, so anybody that's 65 or older, if they've gone down and filed a homestead exemption, which they all should have, but if they haven't, this is a great opportunity to tell them they should.
2: Absolutely. uh,
1: Then their taxes are frozen, and this bond issue will not affect their taxes on that property.
2: Their school taxes on that property will not be affected. That's
1: correct. Well, very good. Well, there are a lot of questions people have from time to time. For instance, uh, we have people that are non-citizens that are here. And I've heard people say, well, why should we have to build a school and pay for those people to be educated? What do you say to that?
2: Well, if we go back and look at this tax base again, like we said, 54% of the tax base is paid for by the industrial properties. Most of the people that are here that workforce is brought in by those industrial properties so essentially they are being paid for by the people that are bringing them here to work so you and i that live here aren't necessarily paying for them
1: well the other part of that is i mean you want to be sure that everybody in the community is educated whether you're a citizen a non-citizen whether you're staying here for nine months or whether you're staying here for a year you want their quality of life to improve for their benefit, but also for the rest of our benefits.
2: Absolutely. Educated people make our community better, always. Every child is worth it. Every child is priceless, in my opinion. So.
3: It's getting warmer. The sun is staying out later. Flowers are blooming and that can only mean one thing. It's springtime. G&G Operators is here for all your springtime needs. If you're getting your garden ready, G&G can bring you top quality soil to nourish your veggies. If you want an in-ground pool for summer fun, G&G can get you started as your local dirt work pros. Is the wind blowing away your mulch? G&G carries a variety of landscape rocks. Whatever you're wanting to do, give g and a call 244-4297 today for a quote on all your dream
1: landscaping projects. That's G&G Operators, 244-4297. There are people who say, but I don't, I have kids, but I don't send my kids to public school. I send them to private school. So why should they be paying for this bond issue?
2: So this one I can, and answer this one personally because I also have a child in private school. I think it's awesome that we live in a community where we have options for one. I think it's both a right and a privilege. Everybody makes their choices for their own reason. Um, I attended private school, Catholic school. My parents sent me there because we're Catholic and we go there for religion. I send my child there for the exact same reason. So it's a personal choice. One of the things I want to instill in my child is um, we want to help those less fortunate. We want to help those that are more needy than we are. So if I ask my child to do that, shouldn't we ask ourselves to do the same? Um, So here we are asked to help our community out. That's kind of a no-brainer. We should vote yes for that.
1: Well, now, that's the first time I've heard vote yes in this discussion. I'm assuming that you guys are in favor of doing this bond. Yes, I am. Yes, absolutely. Okay, well, that's two votes right there, okay? <laughs> so there are also people who say, well, why does this have to be done through a bond issue? Why can't you do it some other way through sales tax or income tax or, or some special fee or assessment? So why are we doing it the way we're doing
2: it? Yes, this one is interesting to me. So, again, I'm going to go back to that tax base. Um, and if you were to take those same people in that tax base, correlate it to any other tax system, you're going to take those same people, that commercial and industrial people, they're going to be at the top of an income tax tax system. They're going to be at the top of a sales base tax system. The homeowners and the ag people, they're going to be the middle class. Um, That 3% at the bottom, they're going to be at the low end. They're going to be making the lowest amount of income. They're going to be paying the least amount of sales tax because they're not going to be able to buy and afford what the people at the high end are going to make. So would it really matter if we did it a different way? I don't know what I can say to that is that we do live in the great state of Texas and in Texas, the way to get schools built is to go out for a bond and pay with it with INS portion of a tax of the taxes. So the beauty in that is that a hundred percent of those taxes with the INS portion of the tax rate, they say local. If we use MNO and, we take away from...
1: Which is maintenance and operation, abs- the regular yes. school budgets.
2: Yes. Um, I've been working with taxes for too long. Um, so if we paid f- for the 70-year-old building and keep doing Band-Aid renovations on it over and over, out of the m and we're taking away from teachers' salaries. We're not able to give them the raises that they deserve, and we're not getting a new facility. So the way... And the system that we have right now in Texas, this is what is set up for us. So to hope and wish for income tax or sales tax is that. It's only wishful thinking. And to wait for it to change, it's kind of negligent on anybody's thought process. It needs to be done now. it's the system we have unfortunately um so if we do nothing nothing gets done Um, growth costs money um the the picture of our tax base is there the burden is going to hit all facets of our community there's not one area one area in this whole community that is going to solely pay for this
1: well and uh The I mean, our kids and our teachers and our community deserve it. Absolutely. When I drive around to other towns, they're supporting their schools in ways that that the facilities, frankly, look a lot more modern in some of those than what I see here. I don't know that we have to have the best schools in the nation or even in the state, but it'd be nice to have schools at least comparable to some that of, of our neighboring communities. I think it would help to bring uh, to, to get employees here, to get a workforce that's better. Everybody that comes here looks at the school and if they have a bad impression of the school, they not may not be moving here. So if we want workers we're going to have to have schools that are that are competitive and comparable. And if we want good teachers, we're going to have to give them facilities that they can work in. Do you find that to be somewhat true? Absolutely. I, I, I would say
3: it this way. You show me a community with a th- thriving school district, and I'll show you a community that's thriving. It's a snowball effect. And as you, as you have better facilities in your school district, you're able to attract better teachers. You're also just able to attract people to come to your community for other jobs that look at those schools because they have kids that are going to go to them and they look at them and say, hey, I love, I love the way this school district looks. I, wanna, I want my children to go here. Let's move here. Let's, let's start a business or whatever. And so it's just a snowball effect that, that makes the overall community a better place to live. That's great. Okay, Jeff, what happens if this bond issue doesn't pass? Well, first and foremost, our needs do not go away just because the bond didn't pass. They're still going to be there and there still will be this need and unfortunately if it doesn't pass, that just means in order to do the same amount of of upgrades and 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 uh, what we were wanting to do today is going to cost us an additional 10% or so, probably uh, six months from now, so an, an additional $5 million to to taxpayers. So it'll never be cheaper to do what we need to do than to do it today. So we can do that by if everybody will go out and vote yes for this bond in May. Okay, so they vote how when
1: they're going to vote? They vote yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> now, if they want more information... Uh, Do you have a Facebook page or social media presence that they might be able to go to?
2: yes we do you can follow us on facebook Um, our group is disd go forward slash bond 2023 Um, you can message us there if your group or organization wants a presentation we're happy to come speak jeff bird um, told me i could give out his cell phone number on the air he's happy to come speak with anybody and give you the facts of the bond um We're happy to accept any donation towards um, our group because we are just strictly running on donations here. We can provide flyers, yard signs, any of that information, and just message us there.
1: Okay, so let me be clear for our listeners. You're having to fund this yourself as a committee. The school district doesn't fund this and promote it. They're not really allowed to, are they?
2: No, sir, they're not.
1: Okay, so if anybody wants to donate to uh, move this bond forward, they can go to your Facebook page or they can call one of you, either Holly or Jeff, or anyone else who's on the
2: committee? Yes, they can. Uh, Yeah, they can also drop checks off at the Flying Pig and you can make your check out to DISD Go Forward.
1: Okay, very good. So you have some town hall meetings coming up. The big one coming up, as I understand it, is April 4th at the building that needs to be replaced. So if anybody really wants to figure out how bad this building is, they'll have an opportunity to come and meet there in what used to be, or what's the old high school, old, old high school, the old junior high, or the really old intermediate school. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. So go get informed, take a tour, and see for yourself the shape of the building that needs okay. to be replaced. Er- yeah.
1: Early voting starts when?
2: Early voting is April the twenty second through May the second, okay. and that's done at City Hall. I think it's eight to five.
1: Monday through Friday. Monday okay. through Friday. So, how do people register to vote?
2: Um, first, you can go online to vote org, put in your information, and see if you're registered. If you're, if you don't come up, you can go um, in person and register you can go online or you can mail it in it has to be postmarked and that has to be done by april the 6th
1: okay and all the voting will be at city hall whether it's early or whether it's the regular voting
2: yes that is correct
1: okay so if we were going to leave this with just one statement at the end what would you like to tell our listeners
2: vote yes for this for the community for the kids
1: yeah, I'd like to say our
3: students need your help. They need a better better environment to uh, go to school in, so help us out with a yes vote.
1: Okay, well, this has been an interesting conversation. I'm sure there will be more if a person wants to get – Uh, an in-person presentation by people from the committee they can contact the committee and tell them and i'm sure they'd be glad to show up at the clubs or any other type of of uh, group that wants to hear this this has been in the know it's part of the dalhart connection if you want to refer this to somebody else just be sure and go to kxit.com you can hear this episode and past episodes on community information we'll see you again next week thank you guys Thank you.
2: Thank you.
3: Good afternoon, and thank you for calling G&G Transmix. This is Curtis. How can I
0: help you?
2: I was hoping to get some concrete supplies for a project I was wanting to start, but I wasn't sure if you could help. It's just a home project. Nothing like the giant projects I know you do for commercial buildings.
3: Of course we can help. We love bringing big, small, and in-between dreams come to life. If you need five yards or 500, we would love to supply you with anything you need. We also have rebar, rebar chairs, wire mesh, and anything else you need for your concrete
0: project. Perfect. I am so glad I called you today. Tell me about your dream, and I'll help you put together everything you need to make it happen. At GNG Transmix, they can help bring dreams of all sizes to life. Call them today at 244-4298, and they can get you any concrete or supplies you need. GNG Transmix is excited to keep you in the know about all Dalhart ISD news and updates.